whistleblower report exposing lies, deceptions, and all that has assaulted our way of life. We must take back our freedom and live as God designed in a free America that honors our Constitution and our Creator. Our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the New Year Whistleblower Report. This is the first week of 2024, and we have some encouraging and exciting action steps to discuss today on the military report for the whistleblower report. This is Dr. Lee for America, and I am here with Commander Rob Green, U.S. Navy, and Major Mike Gary, U.S. Army Reserves. And we are going to be discussing the latest military initiative, the Declaration of Military Accountability signed as an open letter to the American people from 231 military service members and veterans, many of whom I know personally from the work that Truth for Health Foundation has done with our military advocacy since October 2021, when we started the first Medical Freedom Legal Defense Grant Program targeting defending our military service members' constitutional rights against the unlawful COVID mandates for the shots, masking, and testing with experimental products. Truth for Health Foundation led the way to provide a platform to expose the abuses of our volunteer military service members whose constitutional rights were being trampled upon by Department of Defense policies under the Biden administration and by top military leaders who were failing to follow federal law and provide informed consent and voluntary options regarding the experimental COVID shots. It was an egregious abuse of medical freedom and constitutional rights. And as a physician, And as a patriotic American, I was outraged at what was happening to our service members. And thanks to the generosity of the donors to Truth for Health Foundation, a public charity and human rights organization, we were able to fund over $300,000 in legal defense grants, predominantly to military service members who were fighting for their lives, their careers, their livelihoods, and on behalf of all Americans. So it is my privilege and my honor that Commander Green, the initiator and the creative force for the idea behind the open letter to the American people on the Declaration of Military Accountability, has given us the first opportunity to interview him 
as to why he took this step. And we will hear from both Commander Green and Major Gary about what the reaction has been across America as this Declaration of Military Accountability was launched at 4 a.m. Eastern Time, January 1st, 2024. This was a powerful message to the corrupt people in the DOD, and that's my word, not theirs, and to the members of this administration and Congress that we, the people, in 2024 will start standing strong with a firm resolve to do everything in our power to preserve the Constitutional Republic of the United States of America as our founders envisioned, founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And that is certainly my pledge. As soon as this petition is available for members of the public who are not military service members and veterans, as soon as it's available for all of us civilians to sign it, I plan to be among the first. And I urge all of you to join us in standing for freedom, liberty, and God's gift of life against the assault of the tyrannical, lawless government that we've been experiencing the last four years in particular, but worse since Biden was installed as president in January 2021. So, Commander Green, thank you for your courage, your faith, your dedication to what is right and the oath to the Constitution. All service members take an oath to the U.S. Constitution, not to a political party, not to one person as president, and not to a political agenda. It is to the Constitution of the United States of America. Thank you, Commander Green, and thank you, Major Gary, for joining us tonight. But we'll let Commander Green take the lead. Thank you, Dr. Vleet. I am deeply honored to be here with you again on the Whistleblower Report and honored to be here with Major Mike Gary as well, a signer of this Declaration of Military Accountability. Thank you for all that you have done, Mike. I'm, I'm honored to be here with both of you. Well, thank you. And literally, you and, and Major Gary both have been stalwart members of our Military Advisory Council for Truth for Health Foundation and have guided us in what we needed to do as a public charity and human rights defense organization to do to help our, our military service members who've been so persecuted. And now in 2024, we're launching a more aggressive vaccine injury support program for military and civilians. And so our military advisory council becomes extremely important in that initiative as well. But tell us why you took this step and what your rationale is. And later in the program, I'm going to ask you to read the entire Declaration of Military Accountability. Absolutely. And, and thank you uh, for the question. So it probably is, is worth um, going back a, a little bit in history to explain kind of how we've got here. And when we were initially, many of us who saw through what was happening in the military 
saw the unlawfulness in with which our senior leaders were implementing the vaccine mandate, we knew that we had to stand up and do something. And so before I became aware of Truth for Health Foundation, before I, you know, had a lawyer or anything like that, I, I was already being aggressive and trying to fight uh, within the bounds of the law. I filed a, a mutiny complaint against three and four star admirals and trying to do everything I can to get us back to following the law within the service. And it was shortly after some of those initial complaints that that went nowhere, that I met Truth for Health Foundation, met you, uh, was connected to you. And I have a, I have a very important message for uh, those who support Truth for Health, for your donors, for all those who uh, past donors and hopefully future donors. I was benefited by the Truth for Health Foundation when I was ready to um, to to say, hey, I've done everything I can do. There's nothing left to do. And, uh, you know, this is getting more and more risky. They're, they're, they're trying to court-martial me. They're trying to, to involuntarily separate me from the service. It was Truth for Health Foundation and the donors to your organization, Dr. Vliet, uh, that backed me by providing some funding to for a legal defense for me. It enabled me to continue the fight. It enabled me to uh, have the freedom to maneuver to say, whatever comes, I've got people in my corner. And it helped me instead of saying, okay, I've fired my salvos, I can be done. It helped me to continue to write. It helped me to continue to be aggressive. When the bullies started backing down, it helped me be able to step into that space that the bully had just vacated. And that's what we have done. And that's what has led ultimately to this declaration of military accountability. This declaration is taking the next step and we're no longer asking other people to help us. We're no longer asking for accountability from somebody else in authority. We have now realized that that's not coming. No one's coming in to rescue us from this situation. So th those of us who have courageously taken this stand, who have tried to continue to step into the bully space, we have realized it's on us. We're the ones who are gonna have to do this. And so this declaration is the start of a major offensive to win our country back to American values, to win our country back to holding folks accountable for following the law. If they trample the constitutional rights of others, they should not be in authority. And so that that's what this whole thing is all about. And so that's a message I want to give to all those who have supported Truth for Health in the past and all those who are going to continue to do it in the, in the future. When you help Truth for Health Foundation, you're helping somebody like me to be able to continue to write. And today, when we release this declaration for military, de declaration of military accountability, it has in just a very short time, a few hours, has been viewed over a million and a half times on Twitter. There have been countless numbers of people who have reached out to many of us signers to say, what can we do? How can we help? And so that's, that's the next phase of this. But I wanted to open with that uh, message of gratitude, a message of thanks, and, and a message for all those who have done things with Truth for Health that you know how important it is 
what you have done for folks like me and the others who have received a legal grant, a human rights defense uh, from Truth for Health. I really appreciate that because it, it truly is the donors who have made this possible and the fact that, that I care deeply about what was happening to our military service members because I've said from the beginning that you are the ones who have volunteered to defend all of the rest of us against tyranny and against anything that threatens the security of, of America, the national security. And if you're being decimated and purged because of a political agenda, that threatens all of us. And it was because of that that I wanted to create the Medical Freedom Legal Defense Fund. And so those who want to help now can continue to donate to that legal defense fund so that we can continue to provide these legal defense grants to people like you. And the other, the other thing that's so critical in what you said but didn't quite say is that you are still in the Navy in a position to make a difference because you had legal defense support at a critical time and you didn't just throw in the towel and let them court-martial you and kick you out of the Navy, which was on the horizon at the time that you had the legal defense grant. So we still, as a country, have the value of your years of experience and expertise still serving America rather than being kicked out. And I'd like you to share with our listeners a little bit about your background and the important role that you have had, because I didn't really go into your background in the introduction. Just give us sure. a couple of highlights about what you've been doing. I mean, you're in a major command position. Thank you. Yes. So I did uh, get fired initially as uh, the executive officer of a 650 person unit for not going along with uh, a receiving emergency use authorized products that is my legal right to decline and was f- fired from my position there and uh, was sent home. And, you know, they luckily they, they kept paying me as they tried to figure out what to do with me, whether, you know, court martial or involuntary separation or whatever was going to happen. And so it was it was during that period of time we started getting legal wins in, in federal court. Um, and ultimately, through uh, those efforts, um, one of the court cases I was involved in and, and got some uh, important whistleblower documents, too, about how the Navy was violating the First Amendment and the religious freedom rights of service members, that case eventually stopped the Navy. The federal court gave an injunction uh, denying the uh, the Navy, the ability to kick out any more service members who had filed religious accommodations. So we started seeing some wins and ultimately they didn't know what to do with me and put me back to work. And so that all, that whole process has been such a blessing because it enabled me to stay in the fight and to con- continue to do what I can to support people who have stood up for their first amendment rights ever since. And uh, it enabled me to uh, write a book about what happened to make sure that we document all of these egregious things, that we tell the human interest stories of the individuals who stood up and fought back, some of who got retaliated against for their lawful actions. And um, 
And so all, all of this was enabled by support from Truth For Health, from so many people who stood with us arm in arm and, and fought this with us, like, like Mike uh, here with us today. So I'm very grateful for all that you've done um, and to help keep me in the fight. And now we've moved on to this, uh, this last phase released today, the Declaration of Military Accountability. And remind our listeners of the title of your book, which is also in our Truth For Health store, truthforhealthstore.com, but it's on Amazon and other platforms. Tell, tell our listeners the name of your book. The book is uh, Defending the Constitution Behind Enemy Lines, A Story of Hope for Those Who Love Liberty. And, and I'll say it was a great honor to mention you, Dr. Vleet, in the book um, and Truth For Health Foundation for the support you gave not only to me, but but for other people, uh, the case of Billy Mosley was the first uh, incredible win that we got. It was at a, a board of inquiry. They were trying to kick him out, and they won uh, funding from Truth for Health Foundation paid for one of the best defense lawyers in the nation, Davis Yance, who defended <laughs> Billy Mosley at that case. And they won in a unanimous decision uh, that the that the order he received to receive an EUA product was unlawful. Now, it, it wasn't a court case. It was a board of inquiry, a, a separation board. So it didn't set legal precedent, um, but it was still a huge win. Uh, and it was the first. And Truth for Health Foundation was behind that. Well, and that it was our honor to do that. I, I felt very encouraged. That came at a good time because everyone needed that encouragement. And everyone needed to see that with good defense, such as Davis Yance provided, and he he was just so incredible at providing a lot of his work pro bono, but also needing some financial support for travel and other aspects of of these hearings. But but he he was a brilliant is a brilliant military. JAG attorney and now retired and in the civilian world, but un, unparalleled in military administrative law and defense of our service members. So it's been our privilege to work with him as well. Well, your book will be available on, is available on Amazon and is available in our store. And for those donors that have chosen your book as one of the donor benefit gifts in 2024, we will ask you to provide an autograph copy for it. So we will, we are looking forward to helping support that as well. What I'd like for you to do is now explain the declaration of military accountability. What exactly is it? And then right after the break, I'm going to have you read it so that our listeners can hear it in your voice, since you were the idea person behind this initiative, I'd like for people to hear you read the letter in its entirety. So tell us about what it is and why it's so important and, and how this evolved. How is it based in our history and our founding documents? Yes, yeah, so the the Declaration for Military Accountability, it was it was kind of the, the brainchild of what can we do now 
where do we go from here? It looks like, you know, at, at the time, uh, a couple months ago, as I was trying to, you know, rack my brain, trying to figure out what to do, I had written a couple op-eds, which were, you know, aggressive, uh, for lack of a better word. I, I told, um, you know, publicly in an op-ed on LifeSite News that you need to retire, admirals and generals who did this. You need to resign. And, um, and we're not getting the traction with some of this these efforts that we've made where we have called for accountability, where we have tried to right wrongs, they're not bringing back the service members they kicked out. They're not repairing the harms done to people. And, and so we're like, well, what's next? What could we do that might actually get some attention? And so this was my way of trying to figure out a next step. How can we go on the offensive? How can we make our senior leaders who to this point have not felt any personal risk with regard to their decisions. They feel completely protected by the administration, by the Ferris doctrine. The Ferris doctrine is a court precedent case that says that the DOD cannot be held liable for wrongful deaths or injuries to service members. And so because of this and because the deference paid by the uh, judicial branch of government to the Department of Defense, the senior military leaders, the uniformed and political level leaders do not feel any risk for making decisions that are critical trampling of constitutional rights of service members. And so this was an offensive. It was a way to try to make them feel risk to that. Um, and I, I tried, I went to the Declaration of Independence and I, I reread Thomas Jefferson's words and the framing and the phrasing that Jefferson used in the Declaration of Independence to come up with the ideas of how should I um, build a framework around our current struggles. And I tried to mirror what Jefferson did and how he did it. And, you know, I, I'd make a point in the petition or in the open letter in the declaration of military accountability to, to note that, to, to make clear connections to the original declaration, but to also note that there are some differences. We are not seeking separation. We don't want to be separated from the constitution. We don't, you know, I think our form of government is fine. What we have issue with are those who are using their positions to continue to grow in power, to enrich themselves. And they're, it's, it's a form of corruption, frankly, to, um, to be willing to throw out constitutional rights and break the law just to keep your career and keep progressing. And there are some serious issues that we have to address there. And so we make a point of that in this open letter to, to make those connections between the original declaration and our situation now. Well, and that's a, that's a really important point. You're objecting to those who are corrupting the form of government that our founders gave us. They are not following the Constitution. They are not following federal law. I mean, they're violating the very federal laws that were put in place after the anthrax debacle when the federal court overturned 
the Department of Defense mandate for the anthrax vaccine as an investigational experimental medical procedure. And then Congress enacted federal statutes that further protected our military and required that such investigational or experimental use authorization products be voluntary. And once again, the DOD overrode that. So you're right. You are not, none of us are objecting to the form of our government. We are asking to be holding those accountable who are violating the law and the form of the constitutional republic. Well said on that. Dr. Vliet, I'd like to add one thing here. Um, you know how Rob had mentioned that those who donated for his his fight. Well, because of that fight that Rob was able to wage, Rob was the first one that reached out to me, or I, I reached out to him, but he was the one that gave me great advice. And this was a little over a year ago that he told me I had to fight back and I have to find a way to do that because they're just going to run right over you. And uh, that was some of the best counseling I've ever received. And again, my fellow Americans or those who donate to the Truth for Health Foundation, you were able to give him a clear mind so he could give clear guidance to somebody like me. And that I'm much appreciative for. The last thing I'd like to say, Rob, Commander Green, is this was very timely. I think your timing is divine in pending this. And I'm just so appreciative that I could assign this document with so many other great Americans and patriots. And I read this out loud when I get it in my email to my wife in our bedroom. And I made it three quarters of the way down and tears streamed down my face as well as my wife's. Because this said everything that her and I had been thinking and feeling. And over us was relief. The overwhelming feeling of us was relief. Somebody still felt like this was a fight worth waging. And of this, I'm much appreciative. So thank you, Rob. I'm, I'm <laughs> deeply honored. I, I remember that conversation we had too, Mike. And uh, I, I remember it with great fondness. We talked about tactical levels of war and strategic levels of war. And, and I'm so grateful to see what, what you've done in, uh, in fighting back and, and making good. So uh, well done to you. And you connected Major Gary with our Military Advisory Council, and he has been a very dedicated member there. He's also Chair of Medicine and Ministry for Truth for Health Foundation and represented us at Turning Point, America's Fest in Phoenix. So he has become very involved with us, Commander Green, and we're grateful for that. Well, Let's take a break right here, and then what I'd like to do is ask you, Commander Green, to read the entire Declaration of Military Accountability modeled on the original Declaration of Independence in the principles that you have articulated. This is Dr. Lee for America, standing strong with our military members to defend the core principles of America as our founders envisioned it and as our ancestors and military over the decades 
of the centuries have fought to preserve so that all of us could live in freedom. Check out our military resources at www.truthforhealth.org. And for all of you who want to do something to support this fight, please consider a donation to support our medical freedom legal defense program and our vaccine injury support program. We are definitely committed to restoring America to our core principles. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report, Military Report, with the exciting news of the new initiative, Declaration of Military Accountability, an open letter to the American people from 231 courageous military service members and veterans. So, Commander Green, if you would share the letter with our listeners we would be honored to have you read it in your voice. Thank you, Dr. Vleed. And uh, before I do, it's important to, to note a couple, a couple things uh, before I read this. The, the point of the letter was to, was to show that, that there are ways of achieving accountability that don't require somebody else to come in and save us. It might take a, a very long time horizon, but there are some very key ways to do that. And those two primary ways are that a retired officer can be recalled from retirement for court martials or other active duty things. And so um, that's one of the things that we pledge in this letter that we're going to try to recall from retirement. Those officers, those se- most senior leaders who violated the law in the course of implementing the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. The other thing that we can do is legislate. We can use the law to reduce the retirement income of any of these leaders to zero. And uh, all of these things are lawful. So what we are pledging to do are all lawful things. We are not advocating any kind of uh, violence. We're not advocating disobeying any kind of lawful order. I, I demand any service member listening, I demand that you continue following all lawful orders. It is your duty. Now, you also have a duty to disobey and resist any unlawful orders. So make sure you're taking the time to properly analyze the orders that you receive and the orders you promulgate so you know which is which. But that's some some key thing to have in mind uh, as, I, as I read this. This is our effort to do within the law what is available to us for accountability. So let me pull up the document and I will, I will go ahead and read it. An open letter to the American people from signatories of this declaration of military accountability. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. John Adams. In the course of human events, it sometimes becomes necessary to admonish the lawless, encourage the faint-hearted, and strengthen the weak. We have reached just such a time in our history. The affairs of our nation are now steeped in avaricious corruption 
and our once stalwart institutions, including the Department of Defense, are failing to fulfill the moral obligations upon which they were founded. Standing upon our natural and constitutional rights, we hereby apprise the American people that we have exhausted all internal efforts to rectify recent criminal activity within the armed forces. In the Declaration of Independence, our founding fathers sought separation. We seek no separation, but through this letter and the efforts we pledge herein, we pursue restoration through accountability. We intend to rebuild trust and restore the rule of law, particularly within the armed forces. Ultimately, we strive to once again become a moral people, restoring our nation and making it again worthy of the great gift of liberty won by the colonial era American people. While implementing the COVID-19 vaccine mandate, military leaders broke the law, trampled constitutional rights, denied informed consent, permitted unwilling medical experimentation, and suppressed the free exercise of religion. Service members and families were significantly harmed by these actions. Their suffering continues to be felt financially, emotionally, and physically. Some service members became part of our ever-growing veteran homeless population. Some developed debilitating vaccine injuries, and some even lost their lives. In an apparent attempt to avoid accountability, military leaders are continuing to ignore our communications regarding these injuries and the laws that were broken. For General Milley, Admiral Grady, General McConville, Admiral Gilday, Admiral Lesher, General Brown, General Berger, General Smith, Vice Admiral Kilby, Vice Admiral Noel, Vice Admiral Fuller, Lieutenant General Martin, Lieutenant General Davis, Major General Edmondson, General Williams, Admiral Fagan, Vice Admiral Buck, Lieutenant General Clark, Major General Francis, Lieutenant General Dingle, Lieutenant General Miller, Rear Admiral Gillingham, and numerous others. These individuals enabled lawlessness and the unwilling experimentation on service members. The moral and physical injuries they helped inflict are significant. They betrayed the trust of service members and the American people. Their actions caused irreparable harm to the armed forces and the institutions for which we have fought and bled. These leaders refused to resign or take any other action to hold themselves accountable, nor have they attempted to repair the harm their policies and actions have caused. Since there has yet to be any accountability, the undersigned give our word to do everything morally permissible and legally possible to hold our own leadership accountable. We intend to rebuild trust by demonstrating that leaders cannot cast aside constitutional rights or the law for political expediency. The flag and general officers are far from the only ones complicit in recent illegal activities as a significant number of senior executive service leaders and political appointees contributed. Evidence indicates that other executive agencies are engaging in illegal activity. However, as service members and veterans, we feel particularly responsible for the DOD, and in accordance with our oaths, we make every effort to demonstrate by example how an institution can put its own house in order. We, the undersigned, on behalf of hundreds of thousands of service members and the American people, while appealing to the supreme judge of the world for guidance and purity of intention, mutually pledge to each other that we will do everything in our power power through lawful word and action to hold accountable military leaders who failed to follow the law when their leadership and moral courage was most desperately needed. In the coming years, thousands within our network will run for Congress and seek appointments to executive branch offices. 
while those of us still serving on active duty will continue to put fulfilling our oaths ahead of striving for rank or position. For those who achieve the lawful authority to do so, we pledge to recall from retirement the military leaders who broke the law and will convene courts martial for the crimes they committed. For those of us who attain legislative offices, we pledge to introduce leg legislation to remove all retirement income for the military leaders who were criminally complicit, and we will ensure none serve in or retire from the senior executive service. This endeavor will be a continuous process with a long-term time horizon, but fulfilling our oaths to defend the Constitution requires just such persistent vigilance. Likewise, we are obligated and so commit to train those who come after us to fulfill their duty in achieving this accountability and safeguarding against such leadership failures hereafter. Our nation was once great because it was good. It was built on moral principles founded in natural law. And yet, the recent acceleration of moral relativism has us headed towards a precipitous implosion. While all good things come to an end, we refuse to allow our nation to go quietly into the depths of decadence and decay. We promise to exhaust all moral, ethical, and legal means to restore the rule of law, and we'll begin by attempting to hold senior military leaders accountable. The Constitution is the supreme law of our land. We will fight to enforce that law and put an end to the two-tier justice system. May future generations see our efforts, and, God willing, may they also be recipients of the great gift of liberty that we have had the honor of safeguarding. Signed by 231 active duty service members and veterans. That is incredibly powerful. And actually, it makes me feel choked up. Just as Major Gary commented that he and his wife experienced, because that is who America has been and is and can be again if good people, moral people, stand up and stand against the evil assault and the lawlessness that has been unleashed in unprecedented ways of weaponizing our government against the American people these last years since the Biden administration took office. It is devastating what has happened to our country. And I'm just grateful that you and those working with you, Commander Green, have articulated these principles so powerfully and have given us all an inspiration that we can rally around that is moral, ethical, and lawful, as you said. That is what Truth for Health Foundation stands for. It is why I founded this organization. It is what I've stood for my entire career in medicine. And I'll go to my grave defending those principles just as my ancestors did who arrived on the shores of Jamestown Island in 1608 escaping religious persecution and coming to the unknown world of the shores of America, not knowing what lay ahead. And 
my ancestor at Jamestown in 1608, Thomas Gray, was one of only 50 who survived the starving times at Jamestown from the first socialist experiment on the shores of the New World. And it is because he had the grit and determination to survive the starving times and the socialist experiment that I'm even alive today. So I, it's in my DNA to fight for these core principles that brought my ancestor to this shore, religious freedom and individual freedom and the autonomy to protect our body as God's gift. And it is the temple through which we serve the Lord in this world and the temple that houses the Holy Spirit living in us. So to invade the body with these experimental gene therapy agents that altered God's design is abhorrent to me as a physician and to me as a human being created in God's image. And I'm just so grateful to be working with men of courage and faith like both of you and the men and women that serve on our military advisory council and serve in our armed forces and have stood for what was right. So my heartfelt gratitude for all that you're doing to restore our principles and our rule of law. Well, thank you, Dr. Vleet. I appreciate those words and words of encouragement and, um, and, and your story. That's very powerful. And I thank you for sharing that. Major Gary, your comments after Commander Green's very powerful reading of the Declaration of Military Accountability. Yeah, I would like to say for the listeners out there, what an awesome, inspiring way to start 2024 off. I don't know if everybody can remember back to the fall of 2021, but uh, Rob was mentioning some of the legal fights that he was a part of back then. Well, those legal fights was your your country's finest fighting for our constitutional rights back in 2021. And we started to have victories in the courts, which ceased the shot mandate for a lot of people. For example, companies over 100, uh, medic- some places for the hospitals, uh, medical nurses, doctors, and et cetera. Were, were stopped in some states across this nation because the military in their legal fights were starting to win. So I feel like we've kind of resurrected, if you will, that uh, that time, that winning that we experienced back then, and people have been waiting for something to jump onto. So it's so fitting that this is coming now, and it's led by the country's finest, the ones who actually do believe in the law and follow the law of the land. And we have given the American people something to uh, sign on with, to join and actually excite, inspire them and actually give them some joy about what their country was and that it can be again. So I just, I think this is so divine, the timing uh, of everything at the same time, you contrast it with uh, the mainstream media running uh, just in the couple minutes I was sitting down at my computer running headlines of 
Veterans cast blame on leaders for declining military service. And then you've got the military's phantom extremist problem, headline after headline about the recruiting crisis, which we knew this was going to cause. So I think this is so fitting, and it's definitely God's timing. Yeah, it is. It is totally God's timing. And I have a couple comments to that end. Um, I, I just wanted to, I'm, I'm a Catholic, and I just wanted to target a, a date for release that was aligned with a a feast day for uh, for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's mother. And so January 1st was what I ended up picking uh, for the release date. And I'm very grateful for uh, patriots like Brad Miller, who have been such an incredible leader in this fight. Uh, he was willing to stay up till 3 a.m. his time uh, to release this when you know it was, it was my idea to do an early, early morning um, because this is an offensive operation. It's a fifth-generation warfare battle that we're in. It's a fight for hearts and minds. And so I wanted to fight it like it was an actual military operation. So you launch an operation like that in the height of you know REM cycle sleep, 4 a.m. is the perfect time, right? So we launched it at 4 a.m. It went out via an email directly to the Joint Chiefs of Staff and all those named in the document. We are standing boldly. We're not hiding. We're not messing around. And so we sent it to them directly. And um, and then over the course of this day, it's been it's been incredible. We have seen um, you know thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands of people want to jump on this. They want to support many of them, you know, wanted to sign. And, and unfortunately, because it was a military operation, we couldn't get this out, just blast it to the world and say, hey, please sign this. We needed the element of surprise. And so it did force the numbers of actual signers on this declaration to be small. But what we've seen from Brad Miller's original tweet this morning, yeah. over a million and a half people have engaged with that tweet, have forwarded it along in just 12 hours. And so many people have come to us basically demanding that we share with them some way that they can support. So what we've created, and this is um, this is very important, what we've created, we've, we, we are working on a website. I have written a petition uh, that is going to echo what we've done with the declaration of military accountability, and it's going to be for all Americans to to sign and to pledge their support. And so the website is militaryaccountability.com. It's, it's not live yet, but it should be live in the next 24 hours. And you can go there and you can sign on to this petition, which we're going to put out. And, and I'm happy to uh, to read that. It's It's much shorter than the declaration, but I'm happy to read that and then uh, share that with you so you can share that with all of your listeners. Um, but again, militaryaccountability.com, that is what you can do. You can make your own pledge. For most people, uh, like in our declaration of military accountability, most people are not called to be the secretary of the Navy or Air Force and recall these people from retirement. Most people are not called to run for Congress so that they can introduce legislation. But we pledge to do everything we can do. That's what the words say in the declaration. That's what it will say in the petition. Uh, what it does say in the petition, we're going to make make it public uh, very shortly, within the next um, you know, hour or two. Uh, it, 
it pledges the pledge for all those who sign or that we're going to do everything we can do. And for most people, that means prayer. That means general support. That means for somebody like me, I'm going to keep speaking out. I'm going to keep writing. I'm going to keep doing those kinds of things. We do what we can do with the talents that God has given us to fight for his kingdom. And so that that's what all this is about. Um, so militaryaccountability.com, that's how you can support. That's how you can make your own pledge, and that's how you can join us. Commander Green, that's really exciting, and, and we will certainly help you with that. I plan to be among the first signers if you will give me that opportunity because I'm deeply committed to all that you have discussed. Would you like to read that petition now? Sorry, yes, I got hung up there with my mute button. Um, I, yes, I would, be, I would be honored to do that. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. So this is the American petition in support of the Declaration of Military Accountability. And again, we open with a quote. The love of liberty is interwoven in the soul of man and can never be totally extinguished. There are certain periods when human patience can no longer endure indignity and oppression. The spark of liberty then kindles into a flame. Samuel Adams. On 1 January 2024, a group of 231 service members and veterans ignited a new spark of liberty through a declaration of military accountability. In this declaration, the signers pledge to hold military leadership accountable for their violations of the law and constitutional rights over the last several years. This petition intends to kindle that spark of liberty into a massive flame. To that end, we hereby pledge our support for the Declaration of Military Accountability and intend to expand this pledge to include holding accountable all those in governmental authority who have abused their positions in unlawful and corrupt ways. We, the people, are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As the Declaration of Independence notes, governments are instituted among, among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. We no longer consent to be governed by those who use their positions to enrich themselves and who pursue un-American agendas at the expense of the governed. It is our birthright, therefore, as Americans to demand and enact the changes we require in the government of our nation. In the spirit of our founding fathers and following the example set by the Declaration of Military Accountability, the signers of this petition pledge to hold our leaders accountable and remove those in each of the three branches of government who have broken our laws, trampled our rights, and denied our ability to live in freedom. Again, that is powerful and inspiring and certainly is based on the core principles outlined in the Declaration of Independence so long ago. I, very, I hope very powerful. I, I it, it is my hope that uh, all Americans can see this and and be aligned with this and be willing to support by this signing this petition, their own pledge and um, and help us win this nation back. 
God bless you for all of your efforts on this, Commander Green, and for the courage and faith, both you and Major Gary, and so many others that I've been honored to work with on our Military Advisory Council have shown in standing for your oath to the United States Constitution. It is people like you who made America great over our history, people who stood courageously against oppression and tyranny, and civilians, pastors, military, and others who have courageously risked everything, as our founders said, pledging our lives, our honors, and our fortunes. And that is what we are called to do today, and turn back to God, who is sovereign overall, and ultimately will have dominion over the evil that has been unleashed against all of us. I'm honored to have you on the program today, both of you, and we will continue at Truth for Health Foundation to support these efforts to defend life, liberty, and the pursuit of our individual right given by God to own the fruits of our labor and to have bodily autonomy and our individual creativity that is owned by us, not by government, big tech, and artificial intelligence taking over the world. So we are in this stand against evil with you, and we support your efforts in as many ways as possible. Thank you both for joining us today. And America listening, I encourage all of you to sign the petition at militaryaccountability.com and we will have additional resources at truthforhealth.org under the military resources section on our homepage. And what a great way to launch the new year in an auspicious election year with a lot of storm clouds on the horizon. But you know, D-Day took place against stormy weather and bad odds. This is our Normandy, as a number of people have said, most notably General Tom, Thomas McInerney often makes that comparison. This is our Normandy. And as one of the officers that day said, men, will you either die on the beach or you die climbing up the hill? Let's go. And so America, it's time to stand. Stand strong in your resolve against evil. Turn back to God and may God guide us to victory. Thank you all for joining us today. To God be the glory and to all of you, let's pledge our support of our courageous military service members in the effort to restore the values of America. We'll be back again with another whistleblower report. Thank you for joining us today.